This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the... Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice because all the hoes say J.U. Ice. Young Caesar because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa. The new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me. Debate your mama. I am the best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever will be. <laughs> what up? <laughs> Watching you do this shit is hilarious. I know you're going to tell the story later on, but I'll just keep it between us right now. Let's fuck up. And you ain't got no haircut again. Hey, man, these fucking intros, <laughs> dog. These fucking intros, man. And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Let's go. Cush roll, glass full. I prefer the better things. You quoting Drake now, fam? I mean, that's, I, I like that's how that. you feel. I like that lyric. You get your scorpion there, getting no, your scorpion no. on. I'm straight. That's where it stops. Welcome back. Shop Talk podcast, episode 109. 20 years ago today, Dre dropped the next episode when they died. Hold up. up. Hey. <laughs> and Lean Back came out like on this day like years ago. Okay, I'm about to say I don't remember Lean Back dropping at this no, next no, episode. No, no, like, no. All right, that's what's up. And a day 50 Cent birthday. Is it? Yeah. Shout out to 50 Cent. Get the strap. Get the strap. Hey man, that's a that's a powerful line. That's gonna be around for a long time, man. Man, what the fuck is going on with your neck? Man, shout out to uh somebody man. beat your ass. I've never lost a fight in my life. Um unless you add my brother in, but that don't really count. Family don't count. Uh man, no, man. I think I pulled a muscle, so I, I fell asleep in the wrong position or some shit like Friday night, Saturday night. You fall asleep on the couch and or some shit. shit? No, I was in the bed, but you know how you be like, got the head, your hand in there watching TV and shit with the, whatever, and um, my shit, I don't know if I pinched a nerve or some shit, but my shit been fucking with me all week, and then this morning, that shit was worse, so. I don't watch TV, I don't have a TV in my bedroom. Well, you know. I don't believe maybe, the bedroom is for that you know, shit. in the future, you know, when things are looking better in your life, you can get a TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe the bedroom is for that shit. I just go there to, you know, sleep and. Well, you know, hey. You know, practice. You know, in the future, you know, after tax time comes around. <laughs> after I save my money up, <laughs> you know I can get me a little 19 inch. I, I might got a TV for you, man. Just let me know, man. That's all you got to do, dog. Get a tablet, put it on the wall. But yeah, man, my um, fucking, it, it's my, my my neck and my shoulder, but the shit is, um, and this shoulder is always giving me problems. I dislocated this shit, uh, shit 10 years ago. Damn, actually, almost exactly 10 years ago. Uh, I dislocated this shit, and it's always been giving me trouble, man. But 
my shit don't start stop hurting by like Monday, I'm going to the fucking urgent care. No, you got benefits. You ain't got to deal with that pain. I'm, I'm busy. I got a life. I don't got time. So you got time to take care of yourself? No, I don't. That's unfortunate. Um, but if it uh, if it don't stop by Monday, I'm taking my ass to the urgent care. <clears throat> I just don't want to get into a fight this weekend, you know. Because <laughs> you are clearly I'm at a distance. Can to, you even turn your head to the to, right? I'm gonna have to get the strap. You know what I'm saying? Can you even turn your head? Absolutely. Is that why you didn't get no haircut? No, I know. The fucking weekend uh, holiday kind of fucked me up, man. Oh. I usually get cut like on Thursday, but then I, I usually shoot the text message on Wednesday, like da 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 da. But it was a holiday, and that shit kind of fucked me up. Shout out to Tommy the barber for getting your boy up in there and let me be clean for the fourth. Yeah, shout out to Tommy, man. That's one day. I mean, how was your week, brother? Uh, week has been all right, man. How was the fourth? Fourth was good, dog. I ate. I just ate. And I ate. I had like four plates plus a to-go plate on the fourth. I was a gluttonous fat bitch. Hey, man, shout out to... Now, listen. I'm black power all day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All this extra woke shit and all that. But shout out to all you extra woke niggas who won't ever leave niggas alone on the fucking holidays, dog. I understand you had Juneteenth. Ain't even knocking it. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about the fourth being Independence Day. I got a day off of work. I got good food. And all food. my friends and family got the day off. Yeah, good food, good drink, good people around me. I just want to enjoy that shit and eat good. And now, I found an article, and it was called When the Fourth of July Was a Black Holiday. And it went through, I guess, after the uh, Civil War and they got their freedom, all the black folks got together and they repurposed the 4th of July as like their day to celebrate that they were actually free. Not back in 1776 when the quote unquote America was put together. But um, it was a pretty interesting article, man. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Um, And then white people was actually mad about it and they kind of repurposed the day again. But. Everybody who's extra woke and if y'all black, y'all doing this. Well, how about you touch up on your history? Because your own people actually got together and said, we're going to take this day for our own shit. Like, you can't, I can do what the fuck I want to do. We took the word, the nigga word. We took, I can, I can celebrate on any fucking day I want and I can celebrate anything on any fucking day. Stop fucking hating. I don't think it's that serious. Like, nigga, enjoy your day off of work and just do what the fuck you gonna do. Just stay the fuck away from me with that fuck shit. Niggas be so angry. Like, nigga, before you found out what you knew, you was just like that too. No, before niggas found out social media and got hip to some shit that they ain't never heard of, now they think they can lecture to me. Well, fuck you. I mean, that's how it is with everything. Before niggas thought the earth was brown, they thought it was flat. Niggas was lecturing about that. Is the earth round, actually? Um, it's debatable. I, no, it's round. I don't think it's a sphere, <laughs> but that's 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 neither uh, here nor there. It's a slippery slope. Oh, one thing I do want to give a shout out to my homeboy Ivan and his wife Marcy gave me a nephew this week. Oh, shout out to them. Yeah. So my my old man had a procedure this past week, and uh, while I'm waiting for him to come out of recovery, my homeboy and his wife are like a floor up. So I got a chance to kick it with them before like the baby came. So shout out to them for dropping another nephew. Uncle Champagne is going to buy the boys nunchucks for their first birthday. <laughs> Real life nunchucks. Okay. You, you, I used to have some nunchucks, actually, dog. I mean, I just look at like all the 
the crazy shit people done bought my kids throughout the years, like loud ass toys, shit like that. It's time for me to return the favor. And Uncle Champagne is buying weapons. Where did this champagne shit come from? I know you kind of you mentioned it a while ago, but I forgot. Where did where did this shit come from? So, just to give it, is is it time for story time with Dane? Sure, why not? I, but I want my theme music added in. I want. No, you don't have a theme music. I for did. Story it was Born a Mac. No, oh, that wasn't story time with Dane. Yes, was it? it was. Bro, you just keep making up shit. All just right. add it in here. It was Freaky Tales, by the way. Yeah, just add it in here. That's that's all I want. Is so this, this a, is the part where is, you add. Is, is, is this a freaky tale about? Like, is it? Is no, nah, no. Nah, it's, it's really, it's really real simple and shit. So I got a niece, and she's like, shit. She old now, like thirteen, fourteen now. When she was little, she was learning like first name, last name, shit. Yeah. Um, so people have two fucking names. So it was some diplomat song. That was playing, and at the end, Dame Dash is talking shit, and he was like, you know, I'm about to change my name to Champagne Dame. Mm. So I was saying that shit like walking into the house one day. So her, you know, little bitty kid name, thinking that my first name is Champagne and my last name is Damon. So she telling her mama, like, you know, after I leave, I want to go to Uncle Champagne's house. Ah, So the next time she seen me, she was like Uncle Champagne, and that's, you know, shit kind of stuck. Try one of the clues bombs for Uncle Champagne. Yeah, man. And the innocence of small children. Yeah. All right, man. I, I fucks with it. Yeah. So that's 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 what it comes from. All right, man. I still want my theme music though. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, listen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you knew the fucking song. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, man, there's been a lot of shit going on in the interwebs. Your man LeBron James uh, has decided to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm not really surprised. How do you feel about it? I don't have any feelings about it at all. Like, if he would have signed with the Pistons, I'd have probably been ecstatic. But I ain't got no feelings about it. The Lakers got a good up-and-coming squad. Uh, I saw that OKC is parting ways with Carmelo. Maybe they can get Melo for a bag of dirty-ass nickels to come off the bench and play with LeBron. He's still going to need some help. Who would he come off the bench for? And why would LeBron, why would Melo come off the bench? Because he doesn't play enough good defense to be a fucking starter. And the NBA is known for its great defense. I'm, I'm just, just saying like, Me- Melo is a fucking defensive liability. Nigga, it's like 10 niggas in the NBA that play defense, fam. There's an all-defensive team every single year. And, and it's five people on it. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like 10 niggas who play defense. All I'm just saying is like Melo does like Melo's a... I've noticed your bias, man. Like I get it when you don't like somebody, <laughs> but you don't never dislike you never put that shit in the vacuum. You go all the way every time. I mean, what's what's the vacuum to put him in? I don't think he played good defense. I, I think, like, he's lost some steps over the years. But, I mean, who doesn't, I guess, after f- 15, 15 going years. on 16 years in the league? I just, I'm just not, like, excited about a trade for Carmelo Anthony. He's in the twilight of his career. He's Shaq with the fucking Phoenix Suns. Like, nobody is fucking excited about Melo. I, I, I wouldn't even – no, I wouldn't disrespect Melo like that. Shaq with the Phoenix Suns, Shaq was – his offense was horrible. He wasn't even putting up points. He's got a, he was injured all the time. So do we say he was Shaq with the fucking Cavs, Shaq with the with, with the Boston Celtics? He, Shaq with Miami. Come on, man. Shaq with Miami was still a formidable – was like still could be MVP. Well, have you Melo is never going to be MVP. First off, Shaq with Miami was not MVP status at all. Like, he was still a formidable – he's still a formidable player. Have you looked I'll, at Melo's stats – 
Not recently. There's no need for me to look at him. <laughs> okay. I'm just not excited about a Carmelo trade. I think he could help a contender coming off the bench playing 20 to off 25 the bench minutes. Who? who? Like, I'm saying, I'm not even like a giant Carmelo fan, but like off the bench, again, who's starting in front of him? There's a lot of young, talented players out there. I don't, I don't think he deserves a start at this point in his career. Remember, like, when a, it's like what happened with AI. He's like an aging scorer. You don't need that nigga out there slowing up the offense. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to eat for my basketball news right now. Okay, well, I'm not really surprised by LeBron to the Lakers. I think they still. I think that shit corny. I don't want him to like that shit weak to me. Why? A lot of the greats play for play for LA. Man, go like go establish yourself. You already established yourself other places for him. That's like he's in the twilight of his career. He he's chasing rings at this point. He's already solidified himself as one of the greatest players ever in the game. So go do that shit in Cleveland. Go do that shit in – why go to L.A.? To chase another ring. Well, he actually, he's probably going to L.A. because, you know, he about to drop this um, Space Jam 2. You know what I'm saying? Get get paid, young nigga, get paid. But uh, I think that shit kind of corny. Uh, but, hey, it is what it is. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Pistons fans first. I'm a Pistons fan through and through. I uh, fuck with my Detroit sports teams. But after the Pistons, I've always been a Lakers fan. Partly because my first jersey was a Magic Johnson jersey, and my last name's Johnson. So. I could never forget the Lakers for what they did to my Pistons in 88. My heat will always run strong. Well, we swept them niggas, so. We, yes, we did end up sweeping them, but it could have been a three-peat. My hate for the Lakers will always run strong. I have – much respect for Magic being one of the greatest point guards ever. The Showtime Lakers being one of the greatest teams ever to touch the I mean, hardwood. I, I used to like the Lakers when, when Nick Van Axel and Eddie Jones was on them. Yeah. Like, I, I've, I've always liked the Lakers, to be perfectly honest. Then I was a Kobe fan. Um, I was never really later, a Kobe fan. When first when Kobe first came in the league, I wasn't like, oh, shit, Kobe Bryant. But after a while, like, this nigga just – Like, I can respect Kobe's game. Like, there's – I, I can't say shit about him. I just wasn't a huge, you know, L.A. Lakers, Kobe Bryant fan, none of that shit. There was a point in time where Kobe wasn't even the best player in California, but that's neither here nor there. At what point? When Shaq was still in MVP form. I think niggas uh, don't recognize or they don't remember what actually happened during those time frames. Because, like, I, you pull, I pull up their stats. Like, 2001, we look at their uh, they playoff record. And they stats, they have the exact same amount of minutes, the exact same amount of points, um, and one percentage off as far as, like, a field goal percentage and shit. It's, like, ridiculous. And they were like, well, Shaq carried them. These niggas literally split that shit down the middle. But the narrative has always been, oh, well, Shaq was a superstar. He carried them. Like, nigga, these stats are virtually – they can't get any closer, dog. Like, they literally can't get any closer and shit. But an MVP form Shaq was still probably the most dominant player in the NBA. He's big as fuck. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely dominant because he was violent when he was boxing niggas out. But that don't mean that, like, he wouldn't have a motherfucking ring without Kobe Bryant. He, yeah. he went and found. He, he uh, had one with D-Wade. He didn't need Kobe. Well, he needed another all-star shit. And nobody guard. wins the shit by themselves. Matter of fact, Kobe, I mean, when you think about it, Shaq always had to have a cold-ass two-guard for him to be He great. a center. He don't push the ball up the court. It's easy for a guard to be great. They always had a rock in their hands. 
Always. They they damn near facilitate the offense. No, but it, it kinda it kinda helps when we don't really want to send it like if like if you cold, like we damn near gotta try to double team you and when we as soon as we do that and then Shaq down there by himself. It's like with Penny Hardaway, it was that one two punch. With him and uh Kobe, that one two punch, him and D Wade, that one two punch. If Penny had never hurt that knee. Yeah, so be a different story. It'd be a whole different game. Things need to get Kobe his motherfucking respect, man. I mean, you don't think Kobe Bryant gets his fucking respect? No. I think after that shit happened a with A Hall of Fame player? I think after that shit happened with uh with Shaq and O three with the, all the uh He was snitching, telling on niggas. That's another narrative. I don't think that's what happened. Dog. You break you got you can't break them locker room codes, man. You gotta you gotta Man, that nigga was shit. having a, a, a off the cuff he was off the record conversation with an officer. That shit did not get put in like in no police report. That nigga went to the press. That nigga had an off the record conversation. It was like, nigga, I mean, yeah, I was fucking this bitch in the hotel. Like, nigga, that's what we all do, such and such. And the police officer went to the press and told. Like, I'm not the one that snitched. I didn't like get Keep no your aff- motherfucking mouth closed, Kobe. What I'm saying is like they said like that nigga wrote out an affidavit and said Shaq, like somebody snitched on him. Who snitched on who? Kobe? The police. Yeah. Like, that nigga went to the press. Well, like, he ain't, because he, he was being accused of rape. What I'm saying is the police officer went to the press. Like, it wasn't like, it was like ESPN quotes. It wasn't like, you know, affidavit. Like, Kobe said, wrote down a statement against Shaq and no shit like that. Man, keep your mouth closed. You ain't got shit to tell. That shit wild, man. But after that, some niggas stopped fucking with Kobe. Official, keep his mouth niggas, closed. Don't get caught. Okay. So, I mean. Unless I put you in a net. Right. <laughs> you well, always got to answer for everything. I'm just saying, I be arguing with niggas and shit in the group chat all the time. Like, fuck Kobe, that nigga snitch. Like, first <laughs> off, fam, you don't know this nigga, dog. <laughs> like, shit. My hate for Kobe don't run that deep. I mean, I just wasn't a huge Kobe Bryant fan. He took like. a hit. I mean, his overall reputation took a hit. With, our, with the quote-unquote niggas, the, the real niggas, oh, he a snitch, fuck out of here. And then with some folks, they think he really raped that bitch. And, man, he changed his jersey number, rebranded himself, niggas forgot all about that shit. Won a title, and niggas forgot all about that little ass rape incident in Colorado. That nigga was out there playing for his life. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that's a lot of trades. That's Kawhi Leonard, man. He trying to – he want to go to L.A. He want to go to the Clippers. Yeah, he just want to go to L.A., period. You know what I'm saying? If Lakers, Clippers, whatever. Nigga, humble yourself and go play with the King. Help them help that nigga win another title or two. I don't think they that they San Antonio want too much. They want like six play like they want four players and like eight. They go they gonna make picks. it they gonna make it tough to trade him within the within the same division. Greg Popovich, come up off that shit. He's not gonna play for y'all next I year. I just heard and I read this shit about an hour ago. That the issue, in, I don't know how true this is. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. But they say the issue between Greg Popovich and Kawhi Leonard is that Kawhi Leonard is uh, a Trump supporter. Now I'm like, what? But then they was like, the guy who reporting this is one of the on-air TV personalities for their local Channel 7 sports joint. So he's not like an internet blogger or some shit. So he is saying this information or whatever. And I guess, you know, Popovich, don't, he hasn't been holding his tongue. He, like, he's been really, really progressive and shit. I'm like, I, don't, I, need, to, I need to hear some more information on that. He said, he said that, that's the, the, the crux of their issue. Nigga, you got a job. Like, at the end of the day, this is your job. Go go to fucking work and do your job. Keep your political views to your motherfucking self. 
Like what, what if what if that's true and that shit come out like Kawhi, uh, your stock gonna drop like oh, a motherfucker, man. dog. And Kawhi, a different type of nigga. He's a weird nigga. He still wear braids to the back. Uh, nigga drive like a '99, sh- yeah, I heard, <laughs> suburban yeah. or some shit. Yeah, like he a weird motherfucker. I mean, maybe he frugal, but I don't trust no niggas that wear straight back braids in 2018. Man, I, I, I was reading this shit on, on ESPN. Matter of fact, he probably he like, probably walk re- around the crib in black Air Force Ones. I wasn't even reading this on Twitter and shit. Like, which, of all things, I was reading this shit like on actually on ESPN. So hey, man, that's gonna be interesting in the days to come. We'll see. Uh, Boogie Cousins signed with the fucking Golden State Warriors. Shout out to Boogie. And everybody was seated the day before. Everybody was like, yeah, yeah, LeBron, blah, blah, blah. He about to make him a super team and blah, blah, blah. The next day they signed Boogie Cousins. Everybody mad to the motherfucker. Hey, man, you got five fucking all-stars if you throw them niggas the on Warriors the court are, together. The Warriors are the only team that called that man to set up. He got $5 million. No other team called him. Well, he said he called, put a call into them Yeah, because well, yeah, his yeah. phone wasn't ringing. Nobody called a nigga, so he called them. He not going to play till like, January maybe. If That's like a, being optimistic. He won't play till January. It's hard to come back from that Achilles injury. He, he likely won't play until, like, playoffs. So everybody's like, oh, that's not fair. Like, the nigga not going to play. But if he come back, like, Boogie had, like, a 40-17 and, like, seven game last year. Like, if he come back in good shape, in time for the playoffs, like that nigga could be the difference. Yeah, he do, he dope. I think next year what's gonna end up happening is Clay Thompson is gonna leave and go to the Lakers. Oh, I like that. I um, like you that. know his father played for the Lakers. Yeah. His father is the announcer for the Lakers. He's from LA. He wants to play in LA. Um they're not gonna be able to pay everybody. I think and it's and if they get a three P, like why I'm why I'm continue to do this? He gonna leave, go play. What do you mean? Why continue to do it to, to keep winning? Now I don't believe in giving your hometown team like a discount. Ain't gonna be no home cooking. Like nigga, you need to open up the wallet and pay me. He would have four rings. It's time for me to go get cash. I would get paid. I got four rings. I mean, at that point, he would have three Pete and one other one. Like I would have four rings. I've one of the best shooters. I got the best. Like every stat. Everything you can get, cool. And I want to stop playing in the Steph Curry. I want to be my own man. I want to go somewhere where, I mean, Clay don't really want the spotlight. Spotlight. LeBron to take all the shit. I can just keep shooting these motherfucking threes, collect my checks, represent for my my hometown team. My dad played here. I think he's going there, dog. Get paid, y'all nigga. Get paid. Yeah. Either him or KD. Kevin Durant ain't going nowhere. I don't know. He, he, he would have three rings too. Like, man, my, 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 my legacy is solidified. I got a three peat. If I can get a three peat, I got three rings and a three peat. I can go anywhere I want and just test some shit out. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter what happens to the rest of my career. No, that's, that's taking a bold statement. It does matter. Man, I got, a, I got three rings and I got a three peat. Who else got a three peat? He wouldn't be a part. Well, yeah. And who else got, he, he could likely have three finals MVPs. Like, he's solidified, Phil. Yeah, I mean, uh, but just to say, like, you can it argue, don't matter what happened with the rest of my career. Like He's been in the league, like, 15 years, too. Kevin Durant ain't been in the league no fucking 15 years, though. 13. Like, like I, I mean, approximately. They been, let's find out when this nigga was in the league, dog. It wasn't, but, like, him and LeBron wasn't more than two years off. Man, you, you looking like Stephen Hawkins up there. Like, you, can, you literally cannot move your fucking neck. I'm good out here, fam. Uh, You're a target. 
KD, and you can target me if you want to. Any <laughs> you niggas die. Um, uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, Come on, read faster. He came out in 2007. Okay. So, not quite 15. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> not Shit quite, I was right about. Not quite 15, uh, but uh, it's okay. All right. Is that all we got for sports talk? Yeah, man. That's all we got for sports talk. All right. What's, what else is on the agenda? Uh, man, it was a question that that uh, we supposed to talk about a couple of weeks ago. Um, that You, you want seen. me to read it off? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I lived in the home for two years and managed to save up $20,000 in my savings. That's good shit. J.D. Anderson would be proud of you. Uh, I've been married for about three years and bought it up to 45000 my wife put in 5000 to bring it to fifty k. Recently, she went behind my back, took all fifty k out the savings account, and used it to pay off her student loans. You filthy bitch. Needless to say, I'm furious over it. Yes, I understand that marriage is not about one person, but seeing how I alone put up 45 k the least she could do was consult with me before making such a big decision. Now I'm considering divorce. What do you guys think I should do? Well, I'm glad you came to Axe the Shop to find mm-hmm. out what you should do. You really didn't come here. We found this on the internet. But <sighs> whenever you want to find out what you should do, just Axe the Shop. Yeah. Now, you, you want the jokes or you want the truth? Where do we want to go first? Let's let's go with the truth because it's, it's 50K. Uh, you should divorce this woman immediately. Like, there's, there's no, there's, there is no question that there has been a, a gross... A breach of trust. A breach of trust. And... She doesn't respect you enough to have a conversation with you. She went and did it because she knew if y'all had a conversation, you'd probably be like, nah, baby, we ain't going to use the whole 50. Now we can use something towards it. Now, also, why would you take $45,000 of my money? Well, she probably look at it like we married as our money. Okay, that's legal. It's not moral. Like morally, why would you do that to me? Like, this is supposed to be somebody I love. Like, why would you do that to me without any kind of consideration for me? She probably still love you. She I'm does. not sure. It sounds like you're you putting yourself above your financial burdens or whatever above mine. I don't know that you love me. Or you clearly love yourself more than you love me. Yeah. That's that's a huge that's chunk a of money. Be, that's a betrayal. Fuck yeah, it is. And this has happened to somebody very close in my family before. Where... Uh, a large sum of money that was not yours. We married, was placed in an account, and then you took all the fucking money out the account. Dipped. Bought a house, left and married. You know what I'm saying? Like that's This a- shit happens more often than not. Like yeah. this isn't like an uncommon scenario. I and know somebody like a- that lost like shit about sixty thousand in their marriage. And it's like one of them situations where like you never worked. It was like I'm the breadwinner in this phone, this home. I'm taking care of the children that are in the home, um, and I get this big payout, this big settlement, and you go into the account and take it all and dip off, leave a letter or some shit. Leave a letter. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, like, I beat your ass. Like this, like actually happened, and it's like, hold on, man. Like how is it? Like, and you got no legal recourse in it. Oh, we are married. Yeah. What? 
I don't know. I can't and say I, off rip. Just and reading I, that. And I don't feel like as being I've been married before, I don't feel like hiding finances from your spouse may be the best thing to do, but like shit. Like it's got somebody gotta pay. And I don't know how. And guess what? I'm married to my wife. I am not opposed to taking care of her credit and everything first. That's a decision that we can come on. We put the plan together. We can pay up all your bills first. I'm okay with that. I am I'm, I'm literally okay with that. Matter of fact, I would even prefer it. We'll handle your shit first. But you're not about to take $50,000 in, in my savings or our savings. First off, I put you on my savings. <laughs> I dropped in 25 or 21st. You know what I'm saying? No, my man saved 45. Yeah, I saved 45. And I threw an extra uh, an extra five on there. You threw in five. Yeah. She threw in five. Well, to no, save no, no. $45,000 takes a lot of discipline. Well, no, I saved $20,000 before we were married. Yeah. And I brought that over. After we were married, I put in an additional 25000 Then you throw in five and you take everything. So 20 of that is not even yours. You can't even argue like some some of that anything that we earned together. Cool. You even you stole from me. But it didn't say he earned it together. He threw in another twenty five. I get you, but but it was married at yeah, that point. Uh, it's marriage money. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, it is. And somebody gonna have to pay for that shit. I'm with you on the divorce thing because now I can't trust you. I don't know what the fuck you'll do behind my back. I don't trust you. I mean, I just don't trust you, man. I mean, people get killed over less. Fuck yeah. And I'm not advocating. I don't think you should go the violent route, though I would definitely understand mm-hmm. if that happened. I wouldn't you would have to st- You would have to stay clear the fuck away from me. I wouldn't be in the same room with you. I wouldn't be in the same on the, in the same on the block, on the same anywhere near near you. Because now you just out here free, your your student loan. Like you know how long it takes off to pay off student loans. I remember going to a friend of my mother's retirement party. And along with celebrating her retirement 30 years from fucking the phone company at that point, she was also celebrating finally paying off her student loans. We're talking about a woman like in her early 60s, had been out of Spelman since shit the fucking early 70s, and she had just paid this shit off, bro. Yeah, like no. this, that, that shit's not right. Not happening, fam. That shit's not right. Not You're not the woman for me. Happening. You're not the woman for me. Like, why wouldn't you have a conversation, dog? Like, why wouldn't you have a conversation? She did have a conversation with her homegirls, probably, with her friends. And, like, why haven't you been contributing into this fund? Because if it's ours, why am I the only one putting money in? I've been putting, since we've been married, I've put in $25,000. Let's just say it's joint. I put in $25,000. You put in five. Why do you think you're entitled to all of it? Cause she your wife was mine's is ours was yours is mine was mine's is mine. Cool on the legal aspect in the court, but like morally, like why would you think that you? Why that, haven't you been contributing equally? Because if we gonna be equally maybe she, yoked, maybe she don't maybe she don't make the same amount as you. Maybe she don't work as often. Maybe she's been a homemaker. So, so why you think you entitled to all the money? If you're not even making the money, because sometimes in marriages people are all in. Like, nigga, we just talked about this shit a couple weeks ago, like us being house husbands. Like, and she she being the breadwinner of the family. You're not going to bring in the same amount of money. You may have to save a little, pinch off a little bit here and there to have you a little stash saved up. I just don't understand how you can do something like that without having a conversation, without just being some sort of communication. Because, I mean, 
It's, if to, I do that, if we, we in business together, and I go in and I take all the money out the account, like that's that's, some, that's me taking all the money out of out of Shop Talk account. That's like, like some espionage. Like there, like there are like legal terms where you can sue people. Like nigga, you 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 ran all the fucking money out the account. But if all she put in was five grand, you ain't never seen that money again. She ain't never gonna come up with with forty with her difference of forty five thousand. And like, what you trying to buy? She paid off. Your, you know what I'm saying? That you need your credit cleared up for. I mean, worst case scenario, I got fifty thousand cash laying around. Like, what you need? You need a down payment for something? Let's talk about what you want. Like, what you trying to get? No, she took the down payment and paid off. Her, <laughs> paid off her student loans. Like now that your student loans paid off, now what? I feel free. Like bitch, you about to? <laughs> that's not fair. Dog. <laughs> that's just not fair. But man, we we think illogically, and unfortunately, and I don't want to sound like a, a chauvinist. Sometimes women just don't think logically. They well, think emotionally. Well, let's just say this. Gender, let's not even be gender specific. It don't even got to be a woman taking a man money. Sometimes motherfuckers is just selfish. That's just the plain and simple of it. Like as a man, if I put in $5,000 and then took all my wife's money, I'm still a piece of shit. Even if you reverse that man, woman, like, dog, you, without conversation. I'm not saying that you're not entitled to it. I'm not saying that after a conversation, that may not have been the decision. If she would have come and like, hey, let's have a conversation about this, blah, 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 to do it without considering me, considering my feelings, considering my plans or anything like that, that's supposed to be the crux of what the marriage is supposed to be about, communication. Yeah. Communication is the difference between separation and unification. That's a bar. Okay. Uh, but, like, in real life, like, you can't. There has to be some kind of communication, fam. There should be some type of communication, as we clearly see. That's not always the case. I mean, both of us know people personally that have dealt with situations like this, and it's not always how shit go. Yeah, I would definitely advocate for a divorce in this particular situation. Cause yeah, because I, can, I can't trust you. Not never. Not what one boy do every Friday when my check come in. <laughs> I don't trust you. You're going to take this shit for your own personal gain. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. But shit. I know niggas that work at the plant 80-plus hours every two weeks and get a check over to their wife. All right, and man. she get a nigga an allowance to live off of. Well, I guess all these kind of questions actually kind of do um, fold together. So we've probably talked. We talked about this one particular thing uh, on my birthday last year when we did our first live show um, at Rosie O'Grady's. I said Wash Fest, Wash Fest, <laughs> two thousand and sixteen, two thousand and seventeen. Um, would you give your mate or share your iPhone location with your mate? Like indefinitely. I mean, yeah, why not? I don't care. I don't care either. I, don't, I mean, life. like, whatever. Uh, two of my closest female friends, shout out to Jenny, shout out to uh, Ashley, they got my location. Like, they sharing it right now. You know what I'm saying? And I got theirs. Like, on some safety shit. Like, you know, but like, if two of my homegirls can have my location and know where I'm at 24 hours a day, why wouldn't if the the girl I'm with or the woman I'm with ask me for it? I'm like, nope. That that's kind of that that seem kind of weird, wouldn't it? It seemed like you on some fuck shit. Now I guess if the the reason that you want my location is specifically just to like track me like a fucking like if you think something's going on <laughs> like I'm on house arrest, <laughs> yeah. Like if you think that there's some infidelity or something like that, that's a way bigger issue. You know what I mean? But like it's in 2018. If if you think. If if you suspect your partner is cheating and you need to track them 
to determine whether they not that relationship is dead. Let that shit go. Facts. Like you just save yourself the undue stress and the headache and just let that shit go because it's not worth it. If you're going to that extreme to see if somebody's cheating on you, baby, you already know. You know, something, whether they doing something to make you feel insecure or you just flat out insecure yourself, that relationship dead in the water. Yeah, man. Um, in 2018, dog, just for safety reasons, dog, like somebody got to have my location. I be out and about. You never know what happens, man. And I just, I, just, I don't, I don't find it a, a big issue. But I saw a post online, and people was really going nuts over it. Like, why y'all should be divorced and all this? I'm like, it don't always got to be about you cheating. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you know, mm. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, if you, if you want my location, fine, you can have it. Now, mm. now, is there, is it only your like? So, what if a girl you just dating? No, why the fuck you need that much access to my life? <laughs> no, or, bitch, no. Or if y'all say you, you meet up, or you got you going on a date with a, a, a young lady, and she, uh, y'all say let's share locations for for the, because you know you can share it for like the end of the day. Would you share your location for that one particular day? For like we're on the date together? Oh, y'all going on a? I don't know, man. Because <laughs> like you, you <laughs> fucking with me? Like, <laughs> what else do you need? Are you- I, like maybe if it's my first time going out with somebody, I AOJ. If something happened, like nigga, you I got my location. Yeah, Low key. I, I went to uh, one of my homies now. You know what I'm saying? But when I first met him, uh, it was through an ex. You know what I'm saying? So you know how makes friends with friends and shit like that. And we was at a bachelor party and shit. And I went to a bachelor party. And I I ain't really know a lot of the motherfuckers and shit. And I seen like niggas whispering and shit. Like you know I be paranoid. I'm like what the fuck niggas whispering about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I shot a group met like hey. I'm right here. I'm on such and such and such. Doesn't anything go down? I'm about to share my location because, like, I don't, I don't know these niggas. I don't know these niggas like that. And don't trust them new niggas over there. Facts. But uh, no, nah, we just if we just dating, you don't need that shit. If you my lady, my wife, my girlfriend, fine. You can have the shit if it's gonna make you feel better. Yeah. But I can always leave that phone at home. I can always turn the motherfucker off. Yeah, my, like my battery was dead. That's why my. I mean, that's what I'm gonna say anyway. With an iPhone, you know that motherfucker delivered or not. Yeah, so I mean, if so, I'm doing if I'm doing dirt, like that's still not gonna it. stop me from doing no dirt. Right. It might make you feel better in the moment, but like what? I couldn't find your location. Oh, my phone was dead. That's why you text me. It was a green bubble. Yeah. I don't know. Like nigga, my phone ain't never been dead. <laughs> my phone has been dead like four times. My phone may die, but like that shit is like few and far between. Man. Which is fucked up that I said this out loud. So when my phone actually dies one day, somebody's going to refer, refer back to this conversation. My, and shit. my like, biggest fear is that my phone is going to die and the police are going to be right behind me. <laughs> and I don't know nobody number by heart. Hey, man, uh, if the police is behind you, uh, power your phone off. For what? And then power your phone back on. Why? Um, because then you would actually have to put in your four-digit PIN number. Uh, the police can make you put your fingerprint on the on your phone and unlock it, but they cannot make you type in your four digit code. Um, so actually, if you double click your iPhone like three times or some shit, that emergency screen come up, and that emergency screen forces you to put your uh, four digit pin number in, and they can't get past that. They can a court order can make you put your fingerprint on there, but they can't make you give up the four digits. And police will take your phone whether you like it or not. And hook that bitch up to a machine and run through your contacts and all that shit, but they can't get through that with the encryption on the iPhone. So, shout out to that. Good to know. Good to know. All right, man. So listen, 
So all you niggas can stop coming at me on, on Instagram. Yesterday, I was in here with a new podcast uh, who recording out of here. Shout out to them. They called a uh, Single Verse Married Podcast. Okay. Um, and one of the guests on that show asked a question. It was kind of a statement. She's like, well, dating is only acceptable prostitution. And I was like, hmm. And it was a young lady who said it. I've never heard it kind of put that way. Acceptable prostitution. So I put it on my Instagram story and I did a poll. And I have like six people that reached out to me. And uh, they weren't happy. (laughs) Uh, But it was, uh, let me go get to the results. The results are in. And it says 43% says is dating acceptable prostitution. 43% says yes. And 57% says no. Now, I will point out that out of the 43% that said yes, the majority of those are women. Okay. And the majority. Shout out for y'all for knowing the true value of your vagina. And more women follow me than men. So it's not like a um, a lopsided type yeah, of Yeah, it's not like a whole bunch of niggas just follow me and they got me all together and shit. Um, so listen, what do you think, man? Uh, They do pretty much have a valid point. I mean... Look, a lot of people date just to fuck. I mean, how else, how else would I have sex with you if I don't get the... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, no. I want to have sex. I, I think you're an attractive person. And, and, and some women feel like if you take me out a certain number of times, spend a certain amount of money, and I kind of like you, then I may let you let you have it. I, I got... I know female friends of mine that won't let a nigga hit till they take them out of town. Mm, that's interesting. And... And you got to think, like, a trip out of town may cost you, let's say y'all just going to Chicago for the weekend. That might cost you a grand. I'm not spending $1,000 in Chicago. I mean, I'm for for the room, a nice room may cost you maybe about 150 a night. I Airbnb a crib for less than that. Dinner. Y'all got to get out there some type of way. So, I mean, you driving, that might be $100 in gas. You know, you take a train, that could be like 150 a piece round trip. So, I mean, it's easy to add up. Man, I still ain't never got on a train. Um, hey, listen, man, it's interesting that uh, it all boils down to, unfortunately, like sometimes women will put a monetary value on their time and on the fact of their no, the not on having the, sex. Yeah, I'm about to say not on their time. Well, they, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll disguise it as, well, it should it should be a privilege and all the other shit. I seen this if young you lady. You want to get to know me? Yeah, it's a uh, some girl that was retweeted on my timeline yesterday. So I went to her page and looked at what she was talking about. She like she tired of all these niggas um, who always be like, "Why do men are expected to pay for dates and men shouldn't do this?" He was like, "Usually that's always the men who can't afford to pay for the dates." I'm like, "That's why they're saying <laughs> <laughs> like if you expected to pay for a date all the time, maybe he can't afford to take out." You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But she was like, uh, I don't want to hear this shit. She was like, um, rich men want pretty women, and I want a rich man. It's a win-win situation. I'm like, all right, well, that's acceptable prostitution. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This was totally, to- totally unrelated, but when I seen that shit, I'm like, well, that's acceptable prostitution. And she was like, y'all act like men don't flaunt their money to get what they want. Like, they know what it is. And I'm like, well, then you know what it is too then, right? Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. So the, is dating acceptable prostitution? Like, I don't feel that that's, my, that's not my opinion, like, across the board. 
I can see, however. Now, when I when I was out here like dating real heavy, I was dating to get to know women. Yeah. Now, if we happen to have sex and that's, you know, we two grown adults and we. But the ultimate goal was still to have sex with this woman. Not always, man. Like, I've met or I meet a lot. I've met a lot of women in my lifetime. Like, and just from doing a podcast, just from being out and about in the streets, from being social, hanging out, like you meet people. Sometimes I've dated people and it's turned into a situation like, yeah, she cool as hell, right. but I don't have no romantic feelings for her. Gotcha. We can continue to be cool, maybe even hang out, and, 100%. I'm, and I'm not going to try nothing. But initially, there was the opportunity for a romantic interaction. Like, I initially reached out to you and took you out because I thought there could be a sliver of hope that maybe maybe we can connect romantically. You know what? We don't see It's not going that way. We're going to be friends. I'm never going to try to... You know what I'm saying? It's not You know, sometimes I just go out because I feel like maybe there's a mutual attraction. Maybe I don't want to eat by myself. Right. So I've gone out and paid for somebody to eat with me. So, I mean, it's not always like every woman I date, I look to to have sex with because, no, that's that's not what I was doing. But, you know, if it comes to that, then that's fine. Like, that's a decision that we equally make. Right make together but i don't feel like i should have to take you out on this many number of dates and now i've reached a specific dollar amount so now it's okay since i've opened up my wallet this much (laughs) for you to open up your thighs this much more like i don't think there should be a correlation with with the two like if we want to fuck like listen we ain't gotta go out but we can get a bottle and go back to the what she was saying is dating is the more acceptable version of prostitution because you kind of beat around the bush you know what I'm saying? That's the end goal. But, I bullshit you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I know well, I we bullshit to, each other. Yeah, because you want to feel, I don't know. Like I'm not taking advantage of you and I'm not propositioning with you with $200 in hand to say that I want you to do all the nasty shit that I want I you mean, to I've, do. I I've talked to plenty of women who say they know within a very short amount of time if they're going to have sex with this person. Yeah. So when I first met you in, in the first four or five minutes, you knew you wanted to have sex with me. Why did you wait? Why, why you made me wait? Three she, weeks. She want to talk to you, you enough to make sure you ain't got herpes. True that. <laughs> that is very. Uh, that's what you. That's what people should do. You know, what right? I'm saying? To get to know people, like, I need to. I need to know um, your decision making skills because that would tell me if you're more likely to have an STD. I mean, that's not really a factual no, statement. Not but, at all. Hey, look. If you some decision making, you always say this shit. The, the the two don't go hand in hand. Poor decision making. And STDs? Don't go hand-in-hand? Hand. We're catching STDs. You can make great decisions and have a bad evening and end up being burnt. Absolutely. But if you make poor decisions when it relates to having sex, you do have a higher risk of catching a sexually transmitted disease. Hey man, take do money to not, make money. Do you not agree with that? <laughs> if you make poor decisions as far as it comes to sexual... Uh, um, Hey, man, you know what I agree with? YOLO. You only live once. Anything can fucking happen. Roll the dice. False. <laughs> you only die once. You live every day. Dwight Schrute. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Do anything and take my shine away from me. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I'm just quoting Dwight Schrute from The Office. Uh, dating is acceptable prostitution. It depends on what you what the goal in dating for. You know what I'm saying? If you're dating with a purpose, then I don't think that it is... A form of prostitution. And I think at a certain age, you you date with a... Like, I remember being in my 20s. Yeah, I was dating for sport. Yeah. I was dating dating the fuck. I mean, I'm dating because this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm 
I'm young. I'm supposed to have a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like you supposed to. This is what you supposed to do. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. You know, if I was just out here dating now, I wouldn't want to date just for fucking sport. Like I want to get married again. I want to have a life with a woman. I wouldn't want to. Ten percent of the time, sometimes you gotta get your sports. On. But but you know what? I think I think also it comes with the energy that you give people. Like you you've met women. That give you a certain vibe, like, look, I know exactly what the fuck this is going to be. Listen, though, this may be the gift and the curse. How I treat them is how I, how I meet them is how I treat them. Like, if, depending on what situation I met you in, um, I will definitely be a totally different person than a different situation. I'm like, I'm different people to different people. Um, I try and give people the same level of respect, but I, I feel what you're saying. If I meet you at the after hours and... It's a certain energy, you know, the, the energy, like they say... You never get a, a a second chance to make a first impression. That Indeed. first impression means something, and um, and it may hold more weight than it should hold, because you shouldn't necessarily judge somebody on a a four to five minute interaction. But unfortunately, sometimes it does hold a little bit more weight, and the circumstances in which you meet someone, uh, oftentimes does dictate. Hey, but but you know what? On the flip side, there's niggas that's willing to pay for it. If you think that you did, that your shit is worth a certain dollar amount, and you think I'm that type of nigga, just throw it out there. And one of my favorite lines from uh, the great MC Crooked Eye was, um, "The pussy was so good that I threw us some cheese, son. But the dick was even better, so she gave me a refund. Like it's a lot of people out there, male and female, who well, will pay for it. Yeah, some niggas just pay for what they want to get to get through the fluff. Now myself. Uh, I think I got too much of an ego to pay for it directly. Yeah, but you paying for it indirectly sometimes with the dating. Yeah, like I just like so you wouldn't have sex with me if I didn't give you money. Like really? Like I I don't I, I some I I just can't I can't wrap my brain around that. Like what? I mean it it happens every day, B. Well, not to me. No, no, I can't say it's happened to me either, but I mean, I know niggas out there willing to pay for what they want. Yeah, for sure. I had niggas like, niggas do, niggas will backpage the fuck up out of shit. Fuck shit. yeah. And was trying to encourage me to do the shit. I'm like, no, nah, fam, I'm good. Like, he's like, I'm telling you, dog, you ain't got to worry about shit. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. She gone. And like, maybe I so, would like to spend some time with her and get to I'm know saying, her. What's so funny is a lot of these Instagram folks that be that won't comment. Like you like their picture, make all them comments. Like these girls is busted it open for fifty to seventy five dollars. Like it don't cost that much, fam, to get some of these these women. No, and she won't give you the time of day under her Instagram comment, but shoot that email. <laughs> like it's it's amazing. The stories I've heard and the, I mean, pictures, I've, and the pictures I've seen. I've, I've heard similar stories from people that we know and, you know, get it how you live. Man. You just ain't going to get it from day. Yeah, I, I ain't got it. <laughs> right. Times is hard. I ain't got it. Um, no, it is the summertime, Dane. This plays right into All Summer 18. Home in All Summer 18. Hope Fest. Fuck Fest 18. <laughs> Hope Fest 18. As we just got finished talking about dating with a purpose and shit. <laughs> Let's be for real. After Fourth of July really signals the start of the summer. Okay. I mean, that's that's like the kickoff. And you got till Labor Day. Uh and then cuffing season, you know, we looked we compared notes from the guru's cuffing season episode. And it said the kickoff starts in August, but that's way too soon. Facts. You can't start cuffing. And even scouting 
Tell them kids go back to school. September, man. Yeah. First week of what's what's the holiday in September? Labor Day? I know I never know if Labor Day Memorial. I get them bitches the, the Monday holiday. Yeah, I, I get them all I know is that the kids go back to school. Yeah. And I get happy. It's probably September fourth, fifth, somewhere around somewhere yeah. around. Yeah, first week in September. Yeah. Hey, so so until then it's all hoeing summer eighteen. Yeah, yeah. That's if you are single. And that's how you want to get down because you can choose to conduct yourself however you see fit. Right. But, you know, the the starter pistol is already going off. <laughs> and you three day two days in, three days by the time you hear this to Hofest twenty eighteen, you got July and August to get it the fuck in. So I will let y'all in on a little secret. Some of y'all who know me know that this is not a secret, but we are in the month of July. And this is the month of my favor. Why? Well, here's a little Jason fact. July, August, September, October, and November, the first letter of those months spell out Jason. So the month of July through November uh, is my favor. And that's when shit start clicking for me. And that's when you can't fuck with me. So to quote Mike, there is a difference between not being able to fuck with somebody and not being in fuck with somebody at, at all. all. And so from July through November, you're not fucking with me at all. Okay, because my birthday does hit off November 1st, and we doing some fly shit this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's a couple rules for... Maybe we should do a live show for your birthday. I am down with it, but I want to do it at a breast bar. Well, we have a location here that we can throw it at. And we can have a costume party. Fuck yeah, we can. Thinking, we can yeah. have a costume party. Yeah. I think we just we just we can have a fucking costume party live show up the up the joint. Let's not let's not let too much out because niggas is known to steal our ideas. Niggas steal like <laughs> niggas is known to steal ideas, so we're not gonna let too. We we've said enough. Yeah. Uh, first thing is, you know that's gonna be late. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Number one, you need to you need to know your status. Facts. Before you get out here this summer and start slanging. That pussy or that dick around, Thanks. you need to know what you got. You really needed to start six months ago because sometimes you need, it takes a while for you to get accurate results. Yeah. But, I mean, we here yeah, now. We here we, now. We here now. So know your status. Yes. 100%. Because, number one, you're a fucking adult. If you're out here having sex, you and, should be getting checked out every I, 36 months. And I don't want to go to prison. You go to prison if you call an STD? It's really not that big of a deal. Depends on what you catch. And I've never caught one, so it's going to be a big deal for me. So uh, I don't want to have to fuck you up. <laughs> so, okay. so that's my first rule, the Ho-Fest. Ho 2018. Know your fucking status. Know your because status. you only get one sexual organ unless you have some cash and you can buy others. But know your status so you don't get burned out here, so you don't start off burning. Facts. Secondly, protection. Because let's, let's just follow up to knowing your status. If you're going to be out here dating, dealing, fucking multiple people, you need to at least have the common courtesy to protect yourself. Now, that other person, I always believe, like, when it comes to sexual shit, it's your responsibility, <coughs> excuse me, it's your responsibility to protect yourself. Uh, I agree. So load up on the condoms and the lube. I don't know how you get down out here. But, you know, load up on the shit because you just never know how a Friday night May end after a concert at Shade Park. Facts. Okay. That's rule number two. Yeah, rule number two. So after knowing your status, now you got rubbers, and now you need to narrow down the selection process. 
Let's name some good places to find people during the summer. Bar seven. Oh man. You damn sure gonna catch S T D fucked around with hoes bar seven. Nikki's on a Friday or Saturday night. That's that's a younger crowd. That's what a hoe's at. <laughs> Women or are we? Are we? Get, we talk about all hoeing. Yeah. Like I mean, okay, yeah. We talk about hoeing. So okay, that's what the so so yeah. Bar seven, any day party, the rooftop yeah, on the Sunday. Yeah, night. <laughs> Exodus, any day party. Three fifty. There's hoes there. Um, and when we speak of hoes, it's it's an all encompassing time. Facts. This is not because it's, it's niggas specific. too. Yeah, it's not gender specific. <coughs> um, uh, any day shift. Yes. It'd be a lot, a lot of girls in the strip clubs. Now. Yeah, do. Shout out to Erotic because it burnt down, but that used to be like a day shift. I, I can't. I don't remember last time I've been in the strip club, low key. Matter of fact, that bachelor party I was talking about was the last time I went to a strip club. Okay. Uh, and that was a couple years ago. Yeah, but any day shift, you buy. It's not my ca- crowd no more. I've never been a huge. Uh, I say this publicly, but I've never been a huge fan of strip clubs. I don't believe in giving my money away to strange women. You know my my motto is, "Hey, can I have a dance?" I just saw I you just dance. saw you dance. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I did. See I dance. came here for drinks and to eat. Everything straight. Yeah, yeah. I came here for drinks and to eat. Where else? Day parties, bar seven, Nikki's, the casino after two o'clock a.m. <laughs> Because everybody goes to the casino before they go home. Bosco's on the Thursday. Yeah. That's where you get a little bit more classier. They a little cl- Maybe. The dresses look better. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. The dresses uh, look better. Bosco's on the Thursday night. You have a nice weekend starting off. Yeah. Shout out to my man Bravo because he's always throwing a dog-ass event. Uh, and the whole Game 7 crew, shit. Where else? Where else? I feel like I'm missing someplace. Uh... I don't know, man. Nova, 29 in Park or some shit. Yeah. Shout out to JL throwing all them parties and shit. Greenfield Plaza on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Club Myers on Southfield about 2 o'clock in the morning and shit. Yeah. Where else? I don't know, man. That's that's enough. I mean, man. I guess that's, that's, that's good starting spots. And then, you know, you got to – I always feel like you somewhat have to dress to attract what you want. I, I get you. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you got on a wife beater and a T-shirt, you may only be able to bag a bitch in a $7 rainbow dress. It depends on what kind of T-shirt. Because all white tees aren't made the same. No, they're not. You know what I'm saying? No, they're, they're not equals. Shout out to uh, shout out to my man, Don. Uh, we was down at a, we was at a like, little loft party, a beautiful um, beautiful I saw that event. party. Yeah, um, I saw that event. Put on by Beautiful Machine Magazine. We were down there, and we was having a conversation about... Uh, White T-shirts. He was like, you know, coming it's the in gas station. Joint. White tee. He was like some like coming in the door. He, they was turning away some people with white tees. And I'm like, my man got on white tee. He was like, well, this white tee and that white tee is different. And if you don't know the difference, you don't need to be in here. I'm like, facts it makes sense. Like, it's not the same. So yeah, polo tees, Hanes, Footlocker tees, and then gas station white tees. Yeah. Um. All right, man. So you gotta. You know, know your, your status. status. Protect yourself. You went to the right spot. So you you did your hunt, and now you gotta you gotta date her a little bit. You gotta date your hoe. Eh, Maybe. I don't know. There's got to be some hoe activities. I mean, you mean you you trying to date the girl that you met in the in the in the day at the day uh day shift? I mean, again, we're talking hoes, so you're it's talking, all talking, encompassing. Yeah. 
you know, non-gender specific. Right. But you may have to take them to the shame park and sit in the grass. and You might take them motherfuckers to the hookah spot for after. Burn day. hookah. And then after that, like, what y'all, what y'all about to do? What you trying to do? You know. And, you know, things, one thing lead to another. I mean, you know, I've seen some burn hookups and sometimes niggas get burnt from burn. But, yeah. uh. There should at least be some lubricants to help out <laughs> to help your summer your man, summer whole activities. Listen, man, you got to know your attributes. All right, like listen, you just got to know your attributes because everybody can't do everything with everybody. No, you know what I'm saying. And lot sometimes you know after liquor get involved, everybody get a little bit of confidence and they start doing other things. You just need to know your attributes because everybody and you need to know how to how to handle your liquor because Patron is not everybody's friend. Not at all. Quavo is not everybody's fan. I don't need no drunk chicks at my house throwing up. Cause oh, you, 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 man. When you gonna clean this shit up? There's nothing worse than that drunk throw up. <laughs> when they start, when they start get, <gasps> catching that air, you know what's coming next. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't had that issue too many times in my life. That wasn't wasn't able to get you to the toilet or some yeah. shit. But uh, I'm. Not, <gasps> I'm t- <laughs> when when they be in the car and they start uh, they start their weak ass hiccup. That's crazy. You know what's coming next. That's crazy. Roll that window down or pull over. So yeah, you gotta have some lubricants to keep the party started or to keep the party going. And then you know you gotta put on a pretty good performance. So you want to see how that group text. Oh man, you don't you don't want to be in the group text because you had too much henny and now you are unable to perform. No. Mm-mm. Because depending on who she is, that's just gonna get around. Facts. It's gonna get around no matter what. The group text is a real thing. Oh yeah, it is. You it fuck is. Around, you fuck around, be on the Instagram group chat. Oh <laughs> man. You know how that shit fuck around and come out. But no, exchanging pics. I mean, you just gotta realize that uh, you should keep your mouth closed on some of your conquests, men and women. Yeah, you should really do is keep your. I mean, at this particular point. Uh, you an adult. All right. Nobody needs to know. Everybody's, I climb Mount we, we, Everest. We, we've had sex. Everybody's had sex. It's, it's not a. It's not a. Not a, a thing to, to brag about anymore. Like you did it. Just keep that shit to yourself. Because Nessus, even though you may hit the group text, I don't need the whole city knowing about what's going on with me. Yeah, I'm a private person. Shut the fuck up about this shit. Are you really? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, if I ever come to you, be like, hey, nigga, I knocked this bitch off. No. You know what I'm saying? The only reason that we know. Women that we've interacted with. I mean, because we know each other. Yeah. I mean, we work together. We fucking know Man, each you other. Get, you catch different vibes. Like, oh, okay, I see what's yeah, going I, on I, over there. But, like, I'm never about like, to what's have what's up a, with you and uh, what's his name? Yeah, I'm not about to have, like, yo, man, guess what I did last night? Like, that's just never been we've me. Ne- we've never had that type of conversation. And, like, in most of, most of my circle, we don't really be like, nah, nah, there is a nigga network. They be like, oh, a nigga, oh, oh, girl be this or that. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it could be true, could be not. But, but like, sometimes, sometimes you got to check the nigga network. Facts. You got to, yeah. because you don't want to be out here with a runner looking and be, trying to wife up a runner at the end of whole fest. Look at that, you coming around. You, look, you, yeah, look at that, you coming around. I mean, Mr. I don't care what she did. In there, like, see, you I mean, know. at the at the end of the day, niggas love these hoes. I say that shit all the time. Niggas are like, we don't love these hoes. Yes, the fuck we do. And uh, we love I, these hoes. Every time I hear niggas say money over bitches, I be looking at them suspect. Because you've never met a woman worth more than money. Because some like a good woman is worth more than facts. Worth more than a couple dollars in your pocket. And like, like we. You was here to procreate with women, fam. Like, it shouldn't be money over bitches. No, it's maybe over bitches, but not over quality women. Yeah. Like, shit. 
My body literally was made, designed to fit into a woman's body. Like, yeah, but I mean, not every nigga want a wife down or running. Like, now I'm not gonna. I'm still firm on my shit that I'm never gonna ask a woman her body count. I do not care. I'm gonna ask my niggas though. I no. I'm gonna <laughs> ask if one of y'all niggas. <laughs> yeah. Did one? Did she take a turn on one of these streets? Yeah. Because if she did, then I'm straight. Because I know how my friends get down, yeah. and I ain't batting clean it's a couple up. Niggas, yeah, it's a couple niggas I'm not And going I wouldn't behind. want niggas batting clean up to me. A couple niggas I'm not going behind. Yeah. And I don't want to know who who <laughs> who's on your roster, because I don't like, oh, shit. If you're just dating or kicking it with somebody, should you ask like if they got other people on their roster? Or should that just be assumed? Because people get real particular. Like... A lot of times people look at sex as ownership and they get real particular. Like, you didn't well, have sex with me. I don't want you fucking nobody else no more. For, for, I mean, for, for myself, when I'm dealing with a young lady, like, we have a conversation like, so what's up? You dating? You out here? You, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, who are you having sex with? You know what? I, what I've often what I've found is that women do not ask the correct question. Like what? Or, or people do not ask the, qu- the correct question. They'll ask you if you're single, not if you fucking. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm single don't mean I'm celibate. You okay. know what I mean? Like, so you think you figured, it, oh, he's single. He don't got a girlfriend. That don't mean that I'm not out here. Knocking bitch. something down consistently. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to adjust your question. Because, yeah, I've been single for over a year. But and that I don't fuck mean four I'm, times a week. <laughs> that don't mean I'm celibate. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the question that you that you should ask is like, so what's popping with you? Like, you know, are you it's not that, like, how many people are you actively having? Matter of fact, guess what? If that's the question that you want to ask and you need that for your safety, whether I whether I, I oblige with the answer or not. I don't think that's some shit you should be asking. I get it. But I'm not going to be mad at you because you ask. Like, if you really want to know, don't not ask. And you be out here looking, you know what I'm saying, foolish because you need to know people's status and everything. If you want to say, when the last time you got it your It doesn't status? matter. Like, if I've given you my status and I got a clean bill of health, that's what matters. I get you. What I'm saying, but is, if you're the fourth on a rotation this week, that's not in your business. But if she ask, if you want to know and you ask, if you want to know, ask. Okay. For me, I don't want to know for certain certain shit. I just don't want to know. But you know, it's your body, it's your life. If you got a question about it, ask. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Now, so we know our status. We got protection. We got lubricant. We done narrowed down who we want. We done got the party started. We done we done warmed it up. Actually, you've actually completed the mission because you you may end up in a group text or whatnot. Now you got to cut it off. Do you do you always cut the summer fling off? Because a summer fling could easily lead into a real thing. It definitely can, but we know m- most cases it does not. Okay. So, I mean, so do you prefer to have a conversation or let me just stop fucking with you? I'm just gonna stop answering. I'm a, I'm a ghost you. You know what, man? I don't care in either way. I don't really need closure like that. Like, if you ghost, I already know what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, once I call you a couple times, text you a few times, and you don't respond back, I'm done anyway. <coughs> so, but, I'm cool with that. No, but when, that's for, but when you're the one who's done, like, are you actively about to have a conversation like, all right, listen, man, it was fun while it lasted, or I'm just going to slow, I'm going to do the Homer Simpson into the into that uh no, at this stage in my life, if I was out here dating, I would just, I just throw it out there. Like, look, you know, it was cool, it was fun. I don't see this turning into something that I'm, I want long term. So I think I shouldn't waste neither one of our time. You know, I'm good, love. 
Enjoy. enjoy. <laughs> That's what I was going to get to. You yeah. got to hit him with the I'm good, love, enjoy. Enjoy the rest of your summer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can uh, meet up at Nixie next year. You know, if I see you out in the streets, it ain't no beef. I'll send you a drink over. Yeah. You see me in the streets, Tyler. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it may, it may be a good night. You feeling right. I'm feeling right. We may have another one. Yeah. Well, I mean, these are the steps to uh, hoeing all summer AT. Yeah, I feel like there's I feel like there's one more important whole step in it. What's that? I don't know. I just can't figure it out. Uh, I feel <laughs> like it should be another one. I feel like it should be another one. I mean, but don't these, get your feelings too attached. Yeah, because like we went into this not looking for a relationship. We went into this, and feelings are the worst place to be in. We we look into the you went we went in here giving you advice for hoeing all summer eighteen. That's right. So don't get your feelings too attached. Yeah. You should cut them off because this was the point. Was hoeing all summer eighteen. Yeah, it wasn't. Just, it wasn't. It wasn't cuffing season. Look, it's just to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Summer. It's a lot of festivals going on, a lot of concerts going on. You may do a little bit of traveling. You know, niggas still hitting Carabana. You know, you never been. I've never been either, and I never felt like I missed shit. Mm. But niggas still hitting Carabana, Miami, Vegas. You know, you you doing what you do in the summer. It's time. This is the time to be breezy and carefree. Yeah. Now, also, we'll point this out that this is uh, for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me about none of this shit. Because okay? this advice ain't for everybody. Yeah. It's not going to work. This like this, this ain't a manual. It ain't a step-by-step that's going to work for everybody. And this is not an autobiography. No, not at all. Not at all. I just want to throw that out there. Not at all. Uh, but, yeah, enjoy yourself and enjoy the summer. Because before you look up, September will be here. Facts. Fall was right around the corner. Kids going back to school. Oh, man, they can't go back soon enough. They can't go back fucking soon enough. I love my babies, but they eat up everything in my motherfucking house mm. during this time of year. So, yeah, I don't know the feeling. So, I don't I know. Hey, man, thank, thank. You know what? I don't know how it happened, but I got a letter from the state saying that they was going to give me a bridge card for the summer. What? Yeah. Right. I, I, See. I, I, and I was just like, God. The Lord heard me. Well, you know what I'm saying? 50 50, 50 50, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 60 40 around here. <laughs> hey, listen, I cannot stand you 60 40 niggas, dog. The game has been the game. It's 50 50, dog. The game is the game. Hey, man. It's 50 50. I've never had a bridge card. I don't, I don't know, care. I don't, know, I don't care how much is on this bitch. I don't I'm know burning. How these it. new niggas then came up with this 60 40, 75 25 lady. What the Oh, hell? no, I'm not going 75. Who the fuck you think you 75 25. I'm reporting you your fucking worker. Like, nigga, I might as well <laughs> get me a coupon. Fuck off. Yeah, 75 25. I might as well join a Facebook group and get a bundle. Fuck off. Yeah. Them bundles be for real, though. One of the homegirls at work, <laughs> she do the bundle shit. Like, she'll go to that bitch with like. Four dollars and come out with a, a a bag full of shit with six dollars. Hey man, look, somebody put me up. I I got an ex of mine. She showed me how to like do that coupon and shit. I'm telling you, like nigga, I got enough body wash in the crib to ride me out till next Listen, summer. I know the plug who do the shit. Like she sells the when when they they need to get the papers and all that. Shit, like she is the plug. Okay, yeah, yeah. We had to we had to make that shit work. But my ex showed me how to do that shit, and nigga. I got enough toilet paper and body wash 
to get me through a natural disaster. <laughs> we'll be able to wipe our ass for years Man, that's in gold. my house. That's gold, though. Yeah. Some shit ever happened. You know how you know how fucking valuable toilet paper going to be? <laughs> Fuck you. Nigga, what's, what's more valuable, this gold watch or this toilet paper when you need to wipe, when you need to wipe your ass? <laughs> Fuck I'm going to do with this gold chain. Nigga, give me this goddamn toilet paper. Hey, man, if it ever come to that, you know I got saying? you. We got a stockpile. Anyway, man, I don't know, man. Uh, I didn't I didn't prepare whose man's is this, man. I didn't think about this shit until we walked in here today. Really? So um, I don't I'm I fucked I don't know I dropped the ball. I okay. I don't have a whose man's is this this week though. Well, well, I mean, players fuck up. I do have a music pick of the week. It's from uh, Rick Ross and Davies, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm, okay. Man, I do. Uh, I, I haven't listened to it, but that was on my list of things. I want. So, I haven't listened to that new Future mixtape. Beast, Mo- I hear Beast Mode Two is out, uh, and I love Super Future. I listened to. I got like through the first six songs, and I was about to take a nap. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. It was one of them drums was dope. So all the music that came out this week, you know, what I'm saying Future dropped that Beast Mode Two. Uh, Meek Mill dropped Legends of Summer, a little four four uh, song EP. You know, that Dave East and Rick Ross, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, 38 Special and Cool G Rap got a song called Son of G Rap. Hmm. Talk that sounds about, interesting. Talk about, like, high-precision rapping. Yeah, Cool like, G Rap still got it. Facts. And uh, is Fab back? All right, is, is he uncanceled? Or he, like, what's going on? Hey, man, that shit went away. It no, just went away. It, it didn't go away. Because, like, he did a little boot up remix joint. I heard it. And everybody was like, uh, do we like this shit or do we, can we not like it? And then he dropped a song called Ashanti Remix. And, um, like, people on up in the air were fab. Like, I don't know. Can we- hey, man, if his wife took him back, God forgives. If his wife took him back, you, who am I to judge? You I think phone- the shit is wrong that if he did put his hands on that woman, but I, I still think Fab is incredibly skilled when it comes to the art of rapping. You familiar with Drizzy? Yeah, the, the, I've I've always heard her name and Drizzy. I think it Drizzy. is Drizzy. Yeah. Uh, you ever listen to her any of her music? <coughs> yeah, she she's nice. I like her shit. I just I listened to a song called Spar, with a uh, black and Kodak Black on it. Okay, nigga, this shit's so fire. Yeah, she nice. This was from uh, I think like two years ago, but uh, the car, the song called Spar. And they talking about sparring with Donald Trump and shit like that. It is a fire trap. Some conscious shit. Sparring with Donald Trump. That would be interesting. You think you'd whoop his ass? Think. <laughs> hey, hey. I just had to stop in your tracks. Even, like, even, my, even my shoulder <laughs> and my neck fucked up right now. I will beat the shit out of a grown man who's 60 to 70 years old. <laughs> I'll just put it that way because I can't say the other thing without being arrested. Anytime I see that meme of like, it's like an old woman's face, like, would you punch her for 14 million? Shoot. I would rock that bitch dentures down her goddamn throat. Shout out to the Mega Millions. It's $286 million. I'm about to go play that shit. Me too. And uh, it may not be an episode next week if I win. <laughs> and if, 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 like in real life, after I hit the Mega Millions and shit. I'm just gonna, gonna, I'm we, just gonna, we partners, nigga. You're going to look out for your boy. Facts. I'm just going to build the dopest studio ever, dog. This shit going to be so cold. I'm going to hire people to run this shit. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I'm about to say it, like, nigga. I ain't got time. I'll come, I'll come, in, uh, come in town once a week. 
To, to explain. Nigga, we be dropping like once a month. No, like I fly in town once a week to explain what the fuck I just did with this <laughs> wonderful fucking week I just had. Like, nigga, I was, uh, you know, like I would go. To, like the tone of the show would be a little bit different. Yeah, shop talk. I'm calling me. in remote. Like, you know what I'm saying? I talk, Remember the, a couple of ideas that I had um, about that mobile thing, Majiggy? Yeah. That would be full of facts. <laughs> Like, nigga, the show would be on the road. Nigga. Yeah. I have a camera crew. A hunt, like, you just tell me where you at. I'll fly in for a couple hours. You know cause what I'm It's definitely going to be, because my life is going to turn into a vacation. Yeah. And every time you see me, it's going to be new tattoos. So, um, I appreciate everybody listening, but this could be the last episode. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that 286 million, fam, cash me out. What you going to get? Like 130 after taxes or whatever? I don't give a fuck. It could be thirteen million. I'm still. <laughs> you just still give, never. You will just still give never. You will still never catch me. You never see me in person. If it um, wasn't for these TVs, you wouldn't see me at all. I mean, I'm I'm cool with. I would. I just like to stay anonymous, live a real filthy lifestyle. I will still in my stay, personal time. I would still stay right here in Michigan, though. Yeah, just in a gated fucking community. No, you know, we got a lot of farmland. Michigan is a beautiful fucking state, dog. I don't want to live on no farm, my nigga. I be I have a high rise. There's a high rise downtown that I had my eye out on. It's six K a month. I would probably live there. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. And just live downtown and I would stop like I would stop driving completely because I have to have a driver at this point. Facts. I ain't I ain't whipping myself around nowhere. Man, I definitely have a driver. Uber Uber um Cadillac Escalade <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Just, yeah, and he's gonna be on avail he's gonna be on standby twenty four seven. And I wanna go to Coney on six mile. <laughs> I'm coming downstairs. Uh I will get a driver. I will get the bulletproof whip though and um get a driver. Then I'll be I'll be okay pulling up at, at the Coney on six mile in the middle of the night. Like you can shoot this bitch up if you want to. We safe in here. Yeah. Um yeah, man, um, uh, Shout out to everybody who's been tuning in, checking out with us, man. Like I said before. We've had more listens at this point in the year than we had entire 2017. Absolutely. That shit is a that shit is crazy when I think about it. Uh 2015. No, 2016 when we started. We started in June. Uh so we I mean we had we did a decent, you know, for those six months. But then in 2017, we completely obliterated that shit. Yeah. And then 20. 18, we are going to more than double what we did last year. Yeah, man. So shout out to everybody who ended up checking with us, and we definitely appreciate it. Uh, last month was a really good month, our second month, best month ever. Okay. Um, it was really good. And uh, I just appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. If y'all got some show ideas, um, we got the Conspiracy Theorist episode coming up. I reached out to uh, AJ and bring him on. So he can drop this one. I got a couple other things we're gonna talk about on that one. It's probably gonna get deep. Okay. On the on the conspiracy joint. And uh if y'all want to uh reach out for any kind of sponsorships, because we're moving in that direction, yeah. let us know. If you got a product you want us to take a look at, I'll give you some. Somebody honest. had reached out to us about a product a few months ago. I wish we would have handled it a little bit differently. Uh this is about the beard and the grooming. Products. I don't remember. Uh, it don't matter. It don't matter. Like we, we, we said something to them. They didn't respond back after they had initially reached out. But whatever. I want to do like a lot more endorsements like that. 
I also want to do some plus size male modeling before the year's out. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm, I'm handsome. Uh, shout I out want to the world to see me. Yeah, man, I've been I've been fucking it up with this camera lately too, man. Follow, I saw. Follow my camera page, thecanon.jpg. Um, and I want to give a, a a quick shout out to our homegirl Cheyenne and Views from the Thick. Facts is about to come back. You know, she has some challenges recently. She fought through it like a G that she is. Yep, yep. Uh, got her first day out, and she's going to be back in the studio with, with us shit soon. Yeah. I got to work, so I ain't going to be able to make the episode. But shout out to her for, you know, her resiliency and bouncing back. You know, it's nothing beloved to her because she is like, she's family around this bitch. She's one of the first ladies of the Shop Talk Podcast studio experience. So it's glad to have her back in the booth. Uh, facts. She just dropped a new episode. Um about two, three days ago. Yeah. So, but I know she's coming back to yeah. finally record after taking a little hiatus off to take good care of herself. Absolutely. Um, Shop Talk Podcast Studios is open, man. We got a green screen room that I turned into a real fo- a real green screen room. You painted that shit yourself? I did. Okay. Uh, me and Muddy painted it. Shout um, out to Muddy. But yeah, man, we out here. Um, I got a, me and Muddy got a, a just really fucking dope idea, man. It's really fucking dope by the Hey, yo, and shout out to, to Ant for starting uh, This Week in, cult, this, in Pop Culture. This Week in Culture. Yeah. Dropping every Monday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the homie Ant. Shout out the to The 40 God. 40 God. Shout out to Power. Uh, so, yeah, go on SoundCloud and search This Week in Culture. It should be on um, iTunes. I mean, Apple Music and Apple Podcasts really, really soon. Yeah. Um, Shop Talk Podcast Studios is doing really great things. Yeah. The brand is only getting stronger. We told you, you could either get down or lay the fuck down. Watch out for a lot of video projects. That documentary I was shooting, I'm editing. You editing. Said, you, you never interviewed me. Um, you never interviewed me. We, we good, fam. Trust me. You never interviewed me. Trust me, dog. We good. Just see, like, this is going to be a solo joint in a minute. That's, a, that's what I Because it's going to be, you know what we should call it? Dame Gone Wild and the Shop Talk Podcast. Like David Ruffin and the Temptations. Now, why we do a damn thing like that? Because you know who the fuck they came to see. I'm a star. I'm a star. If I leave this, if I leave you, nigga, you go back to 100 listens a week. You're Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes without Teddy Pendergrass. You're never going platinum. Shout out to Dame, man. It's Dame going wild on everything that matters. Uh, Jay Johnson, 313. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram. The Shop Talk Pod on Twitter. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.